Welcome to Behind the Name. We are your hosts, and my name is Nikita De Haan. And my name is Irenaeus Snell. And in this podcast series, we talk with female athletes about their lives and their personal brands. Let's get ready. Thank you very much, Vivian Bell and Menju Wilde, for joining us on our second second podcast. It's a great honor for us to have a player playing in the Serie A for FC Como and a player in the German Bundesliga playing for FC Köln. Am I right? Very yes. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amazing, amazing to have have both of you on on our podcast today. Well, you go you go way back together, right? Because I believe you were playing both for the for the German national youth teams. Is that where you met? Yes, it is. I think it was in the under 16 national team that we first met. Yeah, more than 10 years ago. Fe- feeling a little old now. Yes. <laughs> How how actually is it to like be in the in the national team together? Because because we for example we see we see a lot of players that played together in the, in the national team in youth level in the senior team and they seem to have a special bond. Is is that is that true? Is this how you see it as well? I think um, first of all it's very different to play for a national team than for the club because you get to know the people way on a different level i would say because in the national team we were so young we were 15 when when we first came there and we were all so afraid you know shit our pants because i don't know it was a dream coming true but we all came from different parts of germany and we all met there so we all had the same fate let's say we all shared this kind of you know excitement and uh Yeah, we all were the same afraid, I would say. So we were bonding maybe faster than in the club because in the club it's a little more relaxed and, you know, not so much much tension. I think that's uh, one of the main points why we are, yeah, we, we feel connected a little more. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with Manjo and I think also with the national team. The, obviously, you don't see each other every day like you do in the club. But when you see each other, like when you're in camps or tournaments, the time you spend together is so intense because I don't know you travel to countries that you've yeah never that you would never travel to on your own, and then you're so young you you fly on a plane for the first time with a team and. As obviously also the the national games like you have the anthem and it's just. The, the experiences are very intense. Um, I would say much more intense than the ones you have with the club. How did your friendship start? And because then hey, you guys told us that you met at the, the under 16. Um, how did it start? Did you guys see each other and from the first moment you had a connection or how did it go? That's funny because I realized that I never thought about it (laughs) but I remember um, that we had kind of a group of five six players um, because we we all had one roommate and we actually we weren't roommates Um, so we had different roommates but the same friend group let's say and I feel like after a time with everything in life um, I don't know how to say this in English but the good separates from the best kind of like this 
so um yeah we i think after a while we felt that we actually are very very good friends and is your connection between the two of you different or extra special than than what you have with other players yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was <is> more. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to explain though, as Manju said, because I don't know, like we had this friend group and um maybe with some of them we're still in touch also, but it's not this um I don't know, for us like we can go with without talking to each other for two or three weeks and it's like no big deal and then we have times where we are like constantly connecting and in touch, but it's um, I don't know. We we went through a lot of things. We always joked that uh, we will have to write a book and like <laughs> not just on the field, but also off the field in our private lives. And it's it's yeah, it's quite special. What, what will you write in this book? <laughs> no spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much. I'm always joking. I'm always joking that she has to write this book about me because she knows more about me <laughs> than I do. <laughs> No, really, we went through a lot, and I I appreciate this a lot. I, like she said, I'm still in touch with a lot of players, but it with no one it was this special. I think I I would put my life into her hands, honestly. I was interested in how you would describe your friendship. Well, I just tried to describe when Vivi got married last summer. And uh, it was very emotional for me <laughs> and it was tough <laughs> because I feel like if um, I do believe that some bonds you can't really explain. It's just the chemistry and the feeling you have with the person. And um, it's for me, it's the, the highest feeling you can get with someone without romantic thinking romantically because I feel like something happens to me or I need advice or something. Vivi is always the first person I think of. And I know that it doesn't matter what I would say or text her. First of all, she would never judge me. And it comes so natural that she she knows what to say. She, she's like the kind of like the guardian angel for my for my feelings, I would say. Yeah, I, also for me, like... Um... I always think it sounds kind of cheesy, but I would describe Manjo as a soulmate. Like, as she said, you can just say whatever. I can really be myself and say whatever I want without being afraid of um, judgment. Or obviously, I know that she's honest. If I do something stupid, then she will also tell me like it's not just all roses and <laughs> flowers. Mm -hmm. But I think we just have this honest and very transparent relationship with each other. And that's very refreshing, and I think you don't find that that often anymore. That sounds that sounds amazing. And actually, <laughs> it's a really good question to ask before, because I wanted to ask, like, how are you such good friends? But now, basically, you're already explaining how you are those good friends, and it sounds like you have an amazing amazing friendship. So that's really nice to hear. Something about that, because you're both two different persons, and Usually in a friendship you have or friendships that are like two different, total different personalities or two people that are um, basically like the same. How, how would you see that from yeah, in between you, you two? Let's, let's ask this differently. How would you describe the other? So 
Vivi, you describe. Manju, Manju, you describe Vivi. I was already preparing the answer for the first question. Yeah, oh, I'm a little bit caught off guard. Um, but overall, I for sure would say that we have um, a lot of similarity in the um, big questions, like in the grand scheme of things. But when it comes to detail, I think that we can be quite different. Um, but I think the the main ideas of life or what we value and what is important to us, they are very, very similar. But then, for example, Manju is somebody who wakes up super early and I'm not like these kind of things. Or I'm I don't know, there are some things where we are quite different. Um, but I think in general, our mindset and um, I think we're very similar. Yeah, I, wa I wanted to say exactly the same. I think we, we share exactly the same values. And like she said, when it's when it comes to how we see life in, in general, it's we're like exactly the same, I would say. Um, but yeah, at some points we, we couldn't be more different. <laughs> but, but I also enjoy this. I think, yeah, that's that's something good and refreshing. Um, And I feel like when you have this foundation of um, we share the same values and we see the important things um, kind of the same, that, uh, yeah, that's the perfect foundation to have a good friendship. I'm, I'm, I'm triggered a little bit because you guys said, oh, we, we share a lot of values. So now I'm curious what, what those shared values are. <laughs> that's a tough one. For sure, I would say in general, things like honesty and loyalty. Um, in relationship with others, um, to family, friends, um, also kind of to, I don't know, the, the club we play at, um, the jersey we wear, like, I think we are really committing ourselves to the people we are spending time with and we want to be honest and loyal. I think honest, honesty and loyalty are like the first big words that come to mind for me. Yeah, I'd say the same. And and I, I think to to make a bigger picture, I I think we just see life the same. Like we appreciate life the same way. Um it sounds so I don't know, I heard this a hundred times, but just loving life and what happens in life and stuff. There are some questions we never question because we know that we think the same way in this case and we want to enjoy and we just, uh, yeah, there's some questions we don't have to ask and I really, I really appreciate this because um, that makes it so special, I think. Yeah, and also I was just thinking um, also when stuff happens that's, that might be negative or um, a shitty situation comes up, when we talk about these things, we end up laughing. Like, I don't know, but we really... <laughs> find a way to, I don't know, laugh about the the negative and make something positive out of it. And I think that's also some of our, like our values to just kind of look at the bright side of life and not get caught up in the negativity of, of others. Very good. Uh, Manchu, how do you think your, your audience also perceives this image of you? I hope. <laughs> I hope. Uh, at least that's what I try to what I try to share but I think it's hard especially on social media especially on Instagram where the focus is on let's say the photo itself 
I still because I I I can see that if I try to share values in the text and stuff, not everybody wants to read it. It's more the I want to scroll and see the photo and see what you want to show in the photo, and that's I feel like that's not 100% me. So I still try to share my thoughts, but um, I don't know. I think um, half of the people they're willing to um, put some energy into you know reading the whole thing. I think they'd say I'm a person like this, but the other half may say no. I don't know. I will never know maybe and that's good I think <laughs> yeah because looking at your your Instagram profile for example you you use a lot of inspirational quotes and those kind of stuff is that is that how you want to um, show those values to your audience yeah 100 percent I um I always say I'm not a big fan of this um, superficial stuff but social media at the end of the day it is what it is. So I just try to, if I show myself, I try to show myself 100%. And if I try to, I don't know, show a picture or a situation, I also try to share that this is not the whole story. There's always a story behind. And yeah, that's why I tr what I try to explain with words. But I know that um, it's it's also sometimes tough for me because sometimes I'm thinking about, I don't know, what, what to write under a picture for, I don't know, half an hour. And then I'm telling myself, it's just a picture and, and nobody wants to read it, maybe what's <laughs> under the picture. <laughs> but yeah, I still try to because that's me. And um, I don't just want to share a picture. I want to share, um, yeah, like you said, I always uh, my value as well. So the people who see the picture can take something away from it and not just my face. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I think that makes your personal brand even stronger. Um so yeah, it's 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 really nice to see actually. Um, and Vivian, how do you communicate your your values? For me, what is very important is to to not only be seen as the soccer player, but also as a person. And because obviously, soccer in this very moment is my profession and it's my passion and it's my life. But there are many many other parts of me that um, I really enjoy and I also want to share. And I want to not just be seen as a as a soccer player, but as a a whole, as a person. Um, so I try to, you know, mix not just soccer posts, um, but also other stuff. I think I think you're doing a really good job in that because that's yeah. also something we noticed. It's we we can see a lot of your of the things that you like, your your interests, your your values on. Yeah, basically in the in the photos that you post and in the in the captions that you use. So I think um, you're using that really well. And this and actually it's also something that that's a common ground to to find potential sponsors. Do you also experience it like that, or is it just more for you to just show who you are? I mean, I I have had, I've had a few sponsors. Um... And for sure, when it comes to sponsors, I for me, it's very important that I really feel um, that it fits me. Like, I don't know, I would, I don't know, I would never make a sponsorship with, or let's say something stupid like a vodka brand. <laughs> or like, you know, um, it, it's very important that it's something that represents me and my values. And yeah, not just something I do for the money or for free products or whatever. 
yeah, that's that's also good a good way to well, to show your your personal brand and show who you are by choosing the right partnerships for you and not choosing any random Watka brand or just a Watka brand <laughs> at all. And, I, and we also saw you you wrote a wrote a book, right? Um, yes. Yeah. The student athlete journey. Can you tell us a little bit uh, what is it about and why you wrote it? Yeah, it actually kind of developed um, while I was doing my master's degree. Um, I studied psychology in America and I had to do like a project for my master's. And so it was like a long thesis project. And when I finished, my professor was just kind of like, hey, this is pretty cool. I think a lot of people could could benefit from this. If you want to keep working on it, why not write a little book? And I was like, <laughs> why not actually like it's a cool cool thing to have on your bucket list and to check it off like that you wrote a book <laughs> so I was just like okay let's let's go for it um, and yeah I did and it's just kind of about how to be a student athlete like in the US um, and it has like three main chapters on how to be a good student a good athlete and a good person and I just kind of it's quite science but also very subjective from my experience but there's a lot of studies in it and um, just tips on how to master that kind of lifestyle in a good way amazing that sounds amazing. super interesting yeah you can get it <laughs> i love the book it's perfect you read it i read it for sure and it's you're using her fast. tips as well <laughs> Well, I always said, because I never went to the U.S. to study and play, obviously, but um, uh, especially in this case, I, I always look up to her because she she was always very clear in her decisions, what she wants to do, and she just did it, you know, and went abroad for I don't know how many years. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed seeing this because Let's say I wanted to do the same, but I never did. I don't regret, but um, I really enjoyed seeing that she enjoyed it so much. And to to write this down in a book, I yeah, I just enjoyed reading it. It's amazing. Really nice. <laughs> the supportive friend. <laughs> no, it's super super interesting to hear and and yeah, listening to both of your your stories, it sounds like inspiring others is very important to both of you um both doing that on, in your own way um have you ever used this in like a partnership or something like that uh you mean i used the to inspire people yes um i feel like um with sponsorships it's um let's say i always try to be myself first and then see if a sponsor is interested, not the other way around, not maybe if I do this, the sponsor will be interested. Um, I hate this way of thinking. So I think um, if, I, for example, when I did some stuff with Nike, I think um, it was my values first that they saw and then they saw, okay, maybe she can fit in some of our um, campaigns or something. And since I'm a child, I... I um, adored Nike and the message they have and the commercials and stuff so I think it was a good fit for both sides and I think this is important like Vivi said does make sense to just I don't know the financial benefit or whatever it is at the end but uh, I think you um, if you stand for something that's the way to go and if a sponsor likes it 
he likes it and if not then it's also fine that's why I never had a lot of sponsorships I denied a lot of stuff because I just didn't like the message or I I felt like I don't fit uh, maybe as good as they think I could fit so um, I'd rather say no than just I don't know put myself in some stuff and yeah I think that's that's really important I mean your value values are the most important thing of you and your personal brand and it's it's perfect if you can find a good fit um, so I actually love hearing you saying this um, because I think also for a lot of our listeners it's very good to hear that you stay true to yourself and that that actual fact helps you to find sponsorships yeah 100% that's that's what I would um, recommend everyone to do yeah and what about you Vivian have you any experiences like that um I mean I had a few small sponsorships um but nothing big like like Manju um I mean I enjoyed connecting with different companies or different products um but it's nothing that I focus on or um so I I can't really share as much um experience with that as as Manju yeah but you you already told us earlier in this in this podcast that you also want to stay true to yourself uh if you are opening up for for sponsorship and and that kind of stuff yeah for sure i mean that's that's very important to me to stay true and i think this is uh, this is also the the best part of being yourself that you don't need the sponsorship if you're always focusing on i don't know having benefits from it you kind of feel the need to do this but if you just I don't know okay with who you are and if they come they come and if not they're not I think you will be more happy at the end it's actually a good a good statement that you make there because I, I was about to ask the question did you ever feel like the need to get an other sponsorship because I can imagine like women's football is not earning you big money but every now and then you think okay maybe if I would have had a partnership now it would make life so much easier I think it would make the life of all of us way easier <laughs> I, also, I also feel like it's um, I mean some people can't imagine that um, it's still reality for some some female players in the first league in the top league um, I don't know by the cleats themselves or something this is something i'd love to see that nobody i don't know has to do but there's still reality so from this point i would say yeah of course it would be nice for everyone to have kind of sponsorships but um still at the end you need to ask yourself if you i don't know kind of want to sell yourself that sounds hard but uh, i feel like if you're not 100 percent um share the same values with the sponsor and you're still doing it you lose a little bit of your face and i see a lot of players doing this and they are okay with this and they um they don't feel bad about it but um i think for players like us um the character we are it just doesn't fit us and there's some players who think the same but um on the other hand there are a lot of players who just go for you know I can have this, 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 this. And I can also understand this. Like you said, some players are not well paid. A lot of players are not well paid, um, female players. So, yeah, you need to see um, 
I don't know how you can survive. <laughs> but as long as you're saying like, if you do it, find a sponsor that fits your values and you feel a connection with. That's yeah. most important. Uh, sounds great. Sounds also like a great ending. And I would like you to ask if you can maybe give a, a tip to, to our listeners on how to get a partnership, but still keeping true to their own personal values. I think the the grand scheme, and I think we repeated it many, many times throughout this podcast, is staying true to yourself. And I think also not necessarily trying too hard. Mm-hmm. It's like... Is if that's like with your pictures and posts or even just contacting um, possible sponsors. I think if you try too hard, you're already not really true to yourself. Yeah, I would say exactly the same. I I think um, if you have to force something, it's not for you. I really believe this. So just be yourself and show who you are and um, you will attract the people you should attract, I think. Just not go for the first thing showing up. Be patient, be yourself. And uh, yeah, the right people will come into your life, I think. I think this is an amazing tip for everyone. And I, I truly believe it as well. So thank you both very much for being in our podcast. And well, Vivi, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order the book. I'm looking forward to read it and uh, looking forward to, to the next podcast. 